0: All right, my talkers, it is Friday, June 30th, Friday before the long holiday weekend. We're hanging out with Julia, and I got to play this for Patrick. Welcome back, Patrick Richardson.
1: You it in a while. No, I'm at so least, excited to be here. I'm so thrilled you're here. Oh, it's so fun. And if you don't know Patrick Richardson, he owns Mona Williams at the Mall of America, is our laundry guy, he wrote the fabulous book Laundry Love, mm-hmm. and you can follow him on Instagram Insta at laundry Patrick.
2: Yep laundry Patrick
1: and he's been seen I think on ABC with Kelly Mark. I think been he, around. You know you've been around yeah. Ryan Seacrest probably
2: yeah, I was on with Ryan a couple of times mm-hmm. So I was sort of excited about his Wheel of Fortune gig.
1: Oh, right. Yeah. is he? he I bet he's just a nice guy
2: He really nice. Yeah, I of, believe it. Like super nice.
1: I believe it. Okay, I mean,
2: and so is Mark. I mean,
1: oh Mark seems lovely oh, How know. beautiful in person?
2: God, dreamy <laughs> super funny one time i was on just and kelly always goes on and on because she loves laundry and she was and i was walking out and mark was co-hosting that day and i walk out and she's like this is my next husband and i said honey i'm looking at your current one and that's a mistake <laughs> <laughs>
1: did she, just start laughing? she thought it was really funny oh my gosh Love i bet that. she did yeah i bet she did well i've got we're gonna do laundry questions later right. in the hour because mustard Lipstick on fabric. I've got a few of my own. But chapstick
0: maybe- in the dryer. Chapstick
1: in the dryer?
0: You ever had that happen? Leave oil How does
1: a chapstick just...
0: Oh, you, just, you know, maybe the love of your life might just leave one in her pocket and then wash all your clothes together and then mm-hmm. you have spots all over your clothes after that. But so. you still have a love of your life, so... That's true. You're still coming okay, out ahead. Okay, look
1: at that. Yeah. Look at that. Very, very good. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, so you... I, I had so much fun following you on Insta. During Taylor Swift Mania. And yeah. yes, we had FOMO, but we didn't go. But you were there, and Probably. your husband actually is going to be joining us later today's music yeah. critic, Ross Rayla, for St. Paul Pioneer Press. Um, the clothes that you talked about, the right. costuming, what do you, you know, you were there. What really works well on stage, or what were kind of some of the best outfits?
2: Well, the really, the ones that were the best, you know. She picked her favorite designers. Okay. So they didn't use a costume designer. I mean, I'm sure they had a costume person sure. but coordinator. She or... worked with her favorite designers okay. to pull the look. Direct. So all the Roberto Cavalli clothes worked because, of course, they're also glitzy. Mm-hmm. You know, the things that really worked on stage the best were the things that were glitzy. I mean, when they added sequins and rhinestones and fringe. Yes. And as beautiful as sort of, you know, like the folklore era and. um. What's the I other I one love though?
1: I don't I don't the know. other one Ever Eve, I don't, every, I, don't yeah. I don't I don't know evermore
2: okay because so. evergreens is on my stra well and you know Eve is a brand that we yes, love it is. Down. so no but those two sets she had on these very kind of flowy sort of ethereal dresses beautiful right
1: but but not, they were like
2: matte finish so okay. they didn't they don't pop they don't pop on stage right and then she had a dress that I was in love with, and it's funny because, of course, I put on Instagram, it was this huge ball gown, I saw it. Beautiful. and it was a gorgeous piece, but I posted it on Instagram, well, you know, to wash that, you just lay it flat in the tub with a little bit of soap. I, I saw that. Because I was telling everybody how to wash yes. them if, you know, they yeah. have them at home. And um, so that dress worked, but I think it was because it was so full yeah. and so sheer, it caught the light.
1: Got it.
2: You know, so the pieces that kind of missed... Or when they didn't have any glitz to them. I,
1: I I think so. So if that's why when you see all these people perform on stage that care Yeah. You know, about fashion always have a pop of something something.
2: Right. And of course, I mean, she cares very much about everything, but I think she wanted that kind of hippy dippy look, you know, and so she wanted those kind of ethereal pieces, but and they still did show up. I mean right. they weren't
1: Didn't the this- staging on those kind of out to her a little bit Um, the moss house a little bit i mean the moss
2: house the moss piano right you know the fact that the entire stage lights up as a screen you know so it worked but i think it would have been better if it would have had even if it had been silk got it you know even if it would have just had a sheen and still been kind of a hippie dress right but you know
1: just the gunny sack
2: yeah a little bit of sheen
1: yeah okay all right, do you think... Um, so you went to that. Now you're going to go to Beyoncé, I'm sure.
2: Yeah, going to try to.
1: And hers are lit up more. Her clothes, Yeah, and she's just
2: glitzier. She's
1: glitzier. She's way glitzier, right? Mm-hmm. And then yeah. Madonna, we don't know what she had in store
2: right. for and us. It was the greatest hits to her, so I was hoping... You know cone. that she would ro- well. Oh, I was hoping she'd roll around on stage in the wedding dress. Absolutely, uh, absolutely. You know, I mean, that's if I want to see anything from Madonna, I want to see her roll around on mm-hmm. the stage in a wedding dress
1: from like a virgin. Yeah, I made it through the wilderness. <laughs> oh my gosh, it was our theme song. Was that '84? Yeah, you know. Oh my gosh, I tell you. Okay, then I am going to ask you this really yeah. quick. I got lipstick on my dressing table chair, which is fabric lipstick. Yeah. Yeah. Mm
2: -hmm. What do I do? I'm going to spray it with vinegar and water, then blot it, then scrub it with soap and a brush. Then you're going to take a wet towel, like pretty wet, and keep blotting it until you blot all the soap out. Mm. Then you're going to blot it dry.
1: And should I just use hand soap?
2: Yeah, that'd be great. Just not dish soap.
1: Blot it with the soap and water blot, blot, blot to get all the soap out and then just let it dry.
2: And then blot it dry. Then use a dry towel to pull the moisture back. Okay. Yeah, it'll be easy.
1: All right, damn. Come on out. That one kind of bummed me out. Yeah, be easy. It might even be fingernail polish. Could you get fingernail polish out of fabric? Actually,
2: you can. What you do is you use fingernail polish remover and lift the fingernail polish, and then you take the remover out with soap and a brush.
1: Oh, and it doesn't leave a spot? Uh-uh. Okay, oh. Okay, that's good. Because you know the new tubs... They seem to be made out of a cheaper thing now, mm-hmm. and it's not like the old porcelain porcelain, right. Where if stuff didn't mark, but if you mark it on the new, it's like I spent a thousand dollars on my tub. It wasn't yeah. a cheap tub, but it it's cheaper. And if you have red fingernail polish or something, it gets on it. Do you just comment it out?
2: Yeah, I would. I would use baking soda. Baking soda. Well, oh. to me, I'm afraid comet would maybe scratch the surface. Ah. Okay. Baking soda is going to be gentle enough. Okay. that you can rub baking soda on it and it's okay. not going to scratch it up.
1: Okay, because that seems to be one. All right, mm-hmm. look at me. Look, yeah. at, look, at, look oh, at me cheating. It right. Look at me cheating. And We've it's Friday got- of the 4th of July p- weekend, so I want to shout out to whoever is joining us today. Thanks for hanging out with us. It's been a week. It's getting hot in here. <laughs> We're going to come back with stories we can't get enough of. Patrick Richards, the Laun- Richardson, the laundry guy. Is it Richards or Richardson? Richardson. It is Richardson. Yeah, that's a lot. Patrick Richardson. I love that's a long name, and I
0: love that there's no K in there too. Yeah. That's the coolest part about it. Patrick, well, I love that R yeah. I C. Right. I do think that's a flattering part of it. But it's funny
2: because you know when it's you know and was that long, like when you were a kid, yeah. it was a lot to learn to spell. I know. Yeah.
1: Hey yeah. Bargini, it was a three S syllable yeah, be, one. That was it. a little one. You get it. I get it. All right, we're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Lori and Julia here with Ann Tressler of Tressler Law. Here's an interesting question from one of our listeners, Ann. She wants to know, can I stop my spouse from divorcing me?
3: Well, the simple answer is no. (laughs) Because we're a no-fault divorce state and you don't need a reason for a divorce, if one party wants a divorce and the other does not, the divorce will move forward. Unfortunately, these are things that you have to deal with, and that's when sometimes we're dealing with the emotional aspect. We have a lot of clients where we have to work through
1: that to get to the point where they're understanding and engaged to get to a good settlement and accept what's gonna happen. Since she didn't want the divorce, can she make her spouse pay her
3: attorney's fees? Not necessarily. The basis to ask for the other party to pay your attorney's fees is legally under need-based or conduct-based, and both are established on a case-by-case
1: basis. Boy, there's a lot of details with a divorce, and so this is why you should go see Ann Tressler. For a free one-hour divorce consultation, go to TresslerLaw.com or use my talk keyword, divorce. You did not change your channel. We're doing a little CCR, right? Yeah,
0: a little Fortunate Son, just to celebrate 4th of July. a little celebration. July, even We're going to be that-
1: some different things yeah. today throughout our show to celebrate. Um, give you all your information about Taste of Minnesota, too, for people who are hanging out in the Twin Cities at the bottom of the hour. Patrick's sitting in for Lori today, and Grant's with me. And now, okay, are you watching just and just like that?
2: I am not. I have not. It was one of those things that's on my like, list. But I've just had so many things to watch lately.
1: Well, we're going to catch up on what those are. But I'm going to tell you, I really am liking the season. Last night's was really good. And you just kind of feel like they're getting into it. Like Mm -hmm. it was really good. But SJP was on with Howard Stern yesterday. And she's talking, you know, they're trying to promote it. Get people eyeballs on and just like that. So here she is talking about plastic surgery.
2: When you look in the mirror, you don't see a good-looking human being.
4: You don't feel I mean, I'm presentable. I, I mean, I, come on, I don't really like looking at myself. I don't. I never have. I like a fitting and getting in, in costume. I don't know. I mean, I think I'm fine.
0: You don't do a facelift, Botox. I
4: think about uh, all of it. I'm like, I ask people all the time, like, is it too late? Like, have I, is it, like, now people be like, well, you don't know, not only look rested, you look like an entirely different human being. Did
0: you ever sit there and say, I need to do this, this is no. what we keep me. no.
4: I mean, Good I go to you. a dermatologist, and there's, like, you know, you can get, like, a peel, and then, then they, like, there's, like, a machine, and it'll be, like, Meh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and she's like, "Hold yeah, on, yeah. that this is the first four seconds of the hardest," and she's right. You know, right. and then you're like a little red when you leave. I'll do any of that stuff. I th- I honestly think like I sh- I missed out on the facelift. Like, at that, be to me like the thing like an old fashioned good one. You that look you so have good. when you're like forty four. Okay,
1: you think you should
4: forty four? Eh, I've heard stories. I seen, I've seen some horror <laughs> stories
1: lately. I don't know. I'm glad you didn't do it. Okay, so here's the thing that's funny about that. Because Lori and I, even before we even started here, had always heard, do things before. Do it so far before, if you're going to do plastic surgery to your face or if you want to do something, some augmentation, do it before it even looks like it's going to happen. Okay. And so I did, you know, I had a brow lift. And, like, I was 39 years old and did that. And I've had my eyelids done, you know, a couple times way before. And so that was kind of the thing. And people didn't know and people didn't um, think like, what's different, you know, because mm-hmm. sometimes what she's talking about, when you get to be so wrinkled and stuff, sometimes it's not good. For, this is only for people who want to do this. Right. Yeah. Because I don't really, whatever you want to do for you is what you want to do. And
0: she goes on to say that. She's like, whatever is whatever any woman wants to do yes. or whatever, what they want to do, and that's important. Just do what you want to do for yourself. But that's at what the age rest
1: 44.
0: Like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That
1: seems young. Yeah. I, I guess I hadn't heard. That. I know a lot of people were uncomfortable from all the Zooming for two years. I know Kelly Ripa talked about having her facelift done. Yeah. And she's not, is she 50? She might be.
2: Yeah, she's in her
1: 50s. Is she in her 50s? Yeah. Very low ones. Yeah. But it was kind of, I just thought that was interesting because I always think, you know, Jane Fonda now regrets it, Mm -hmm. but damn, she looks good still. And, you know, how much does she regret it?
2: Yeah, exactly. I mean, you can, the thing about it is she, truthfully, she can't say she regrets it because she doesn't know what she would have looked like without it. Right. So it's easy to be like, oh, I wish I wouldn't have done it, when you look like that at, like, 706. I'm just 80, 80. You know. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Like, it's easy to say that. At
1: 706. Well, I don't
2: know. I had no idea how old she was, but I know she's been around you're, a while. You're
1: right about that. Like, because I, I heard her, and she's like, I, you know, I. but her point was, I wish I wasn't so vain. And, you know, and SGP's other point in this conversation with Howard is, you know, people said... I got so judgy judgy when the first year of Just Like That came back and said, oh my gosh, look at her. She's got gray hair. And she's like, it was blondish gray. And I sit next to Andy Cohen, who's so great, and he's 10 years younger than me, Mm -hmm. and no one gives this guy crap. Mm -hmm. Women get so Mm -hmm. much crap for their looks. Right. You know? And I think, don't
2: you really feel, and I think about plastic surgery, I think about coloring your hair. I really think you do it. You should. The right attitude is to do it for you to be healthy. If it makes you happy, I mean, you know, look at Joan Rivers. Joan Rivers had so much work done; she looked out of her ears, and yet,
1: yet she looked amazing at the same time. She really did, and she she improved
2: her looks. She was really happy with it. Yeah, and I think she did it for all the right reasons. She did did it because she wanted to do it. You know, and I think if that's what you want, and then you have you know people on the opposite end of the spectrum who don't want to do anything, and I think that's also completely valid.
1: 100%.
2: You know, but I think when you come in with the attitude that you do it... All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, hosted the
4: Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast. Or
2: UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the
4: beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe
2: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this
0: is Chris Jenner,
2: LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. For you, it's never the wrong choice. No,
1: I, I would agree, unless something happens.
2: I completely agree. Yeah, it,
1: but SJP, you know, her... I like watching her face move mm-hmm. on and just like that. Yeah. You know, I think she's quite lovely. It's it's interesting. She just said, yeah, I'm okay. You know, mm-hmm. when she was young, she had a really big nose and really frizzy hair. If you right. look back at yeah. so she, that's probably how the she remembers head, her sure. hair. I mean, she still has the same nose and the same right. frizzy hair, but, you know, it's... Remember she, that?
2: Yeah, totally. Oh,
1: gosh. I, I'm i really excited about it and just like that, you guys. It was really good. And the other thing she talked about is she... Never felt comfortable being nude on the set of um, Sex in the City, and just that wasn't her thing, and she wasn't going to do it.
0: Yeah, and the and the guy who created the show—I don't know his name—but he basically said, "That's fine. We'll Mm -hmm. find other." Michael Patrick King. Yeah, Michael Patrick King said to her, "I I wrote this with you in mind. I want you to play this part. We can find other people." And she was stressed out of the fact that, like, even though they said that, that it still might come up. But he's like, "No, we won't make you do that at all. Like from the beginning, we won't make you do anything you won't want to do." And we'll find other characters that can get that type of need out for us.
1: Right. Which is Which cool. is good. So there you go. So the media machine is still keeping it in the headlines. But the face of it, 44, I thought that was exceptional. Yeah. yeah. I was kind of surprised.
0: Well, I just like how she said it. Like one of the old, like the good old ones. And I was like, I didn't know there was a difference sure. between the old ones and the new ones. I, I you know, and I, I, I don't know, but. There's I, so I don't, much difference between good work and bad work. Well, yeah, That's very she, true. She referred to the old ones as the good ones, and you mm-hmm. would think that as time think, uh, went on. I don't know. Uh,
1: I think it's just no one would even wind, suspect it. Yeah,
0: wind is better. It's not win. It's, it's not what, it's win. Mm-hmm. Right, there you, right.
1: Got it. Okay, so we talked about this yesterday. Grant and my friend Maureen, who sat in yesterday, both said the bear. And Rocco, this whole staff has been talking about the bear for a year. And I'm like, I tried to watch the first one and maybe lasted like 15 minutes at the most. And I'm like, I don't get this. I'm uh-huh. not going to do it. So what did I do last Did time?
0: you give it some time?
1: watched The Bear season one, because I'm on season one. But yeah. I, have you watched that, Patrick? I have not,
2: but everyone in my life is. I,
1: right. You know, and, okay. I'm, and I'm I, the
2: only person on the planet who hasn't seen it. No, me and, and Laurie. <laughs> Laurie
1: hasn't either. Yeah. Yeah. Casey watched it all. But I was just kind of, because I was really like, this seems so dumb. It is it is a show in <laughs> the and the prop master is talking about season two and in one of the episodes there's a major family meal scene mm-hmm. and she talked about it took five days of shoot to shoot and so know the done. biggest challenge filming that show is the food because it takes so damn t- time if anyone's ever been to a set to set up the lights to set up the this to trust the this the, 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 the. it means hours and so your food can get stuck on, you know, the sauce yeah. can get stuck on the top. It can get gloppy. And she just said, finally, um, we just shoot the show and just throw the food in after somehow.
0: Digitally. Yeah, yeah. they, they, they just. She
1: just said, she said, we tried just to shoot a bunch of the show and then we get the actors out and then go shoot close-ups of the food. Oh,
0: that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Because she just said it's Some, But Jeremy Allen White from Shameless is so good. And oh, yeah. then Io. Edie Brie, she plays Sydney, kind of the number two in command. Mm-hmm. She's amazing. I, that show is if you haven't, if you were like me and Patrick, yeah, it's so good. I really, really liked it. Grant, are you in season two now, or did yeah. you already finish it? I'm
0: almost done with it actually, and well, as far as you can get to it, but yeah, it's 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 just it. Like we said yesterday, if and most people have, if you've worked in the service industry and or a family business. There's a lot that goes along with that. But I
1: and also Dodo heads when you work with people who can't accept change (laughs) Mm -hmm. and you just want to hit them over the head with a two by four. (laughs) And 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 then they keep, you know, they know they're wrong, but they can't admit it. It's there's an interesting character that will just drive you crazy. But Mm -hmm. yet, you know, yeah. It's it's, good. it's worth a watch. I, I really liked it. And you know, it we were talking about the value of Hulu because Hulu's sixteen bucks. It's the most expensive one. Right. It's more than HBO Max. Mm-hmm. Apple's only like six ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Apple Plus. And so they, they don't have a lot of content. But after season two of The Bear um, landed, the ten episodes on June twenty second, FX FX and Hulu reported an increase. Of 70, over 70%. So it's their number one that they've ever had happen. This is like
0: what Breaking Bad did for AMC. Right. Now I'm not comparing it to Breaking Bad because that's one of the, you know, some people would consider the greatest shows of all time. But when it it talks of impact of a channel, not a lot of people knew what AMC was other than the Walking Dead fans. But when Breaking Breaking Bad. Breaking
1: Bad was before Walking Dead. Yeah,
0: it was. But, you know, like. Yeah. That put that channel on the map. FX has been there and with I other shows that Justified. And I also think
1: the Americans but... were on AMC. Yeah. No, they were the
0: FX? No, Americans, I believe, were on like USA or TNT oh, right. or one of those other ones, I believe.
1: Those other ones we used to watch.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh, the
1: networks. All right. Thanks, Grant. We're going to come back and give you some insights to what's going on in the Twin Cities this weekend. All right, everybody, today's the big travel day, but I know people are going to be traveling for the next few weeks and um, if you're going in and out of MSP Airport, please use the most fabulous resource MSPairport.com. And remember, you can pre-book your parking and save up to $7 over the um, you know, over your trip and it's just like a great thing. You go to MSPairport.com, pre-book parking up to 12 hours before you leave the Twin Cities and the big thing about that is it, the lots are getting full because a lot of people are traveling, and you don't want to have that stress when you get to the airport. You get a quick QR code, you're good to go. And just inside the airport, there is so much to do. So I go. We love to go early, walk around, get a grab a bite of to eat at one of the fabulous restaurants, buy some cute clothing. Um, it's just so enjoyable, and you're all chill and relaxed. So go to the airport, enjoy yourself before you go. You're gonna I love our number one airport in the north america okay we are so delighted we have taylor Car- carrick? carrick carrick
3: carrick i'm C- delighted to carrick be here
1: is here and he knows patrick you guys oh are friends gosh. i go way back
3: we go way, very way back. excited and
1: you're here because you're one of the the people the big cheeses yes that is putting together taste of minnesota that's right
3: i'm more of a medium cheese but you that's are. okay
1: i mean how i kind of remember when this first happened yes um, and Minnesota had a theme song called "Celebrate yes, Minnesota, yes. Border to Border." You were coming your way, <laughs> and and my ex at the time did promotions, and we had all these T-shirts made "Celebrate Minnesota." Yeah. I mean, it was hysterical because we thought we we're going to get so rich. Uh. <laughs> I had the because t- it was downtown, yeah, and we yeah. like had a booth and everything. It was just I just it brings back memories. Yes. So it hasn't been happening for a few years, obviously COVID and stuff. Yeah. So. How long has it been since there's
3: been a taste? Uh, it's been a few years, seven, eight years, um, since the sort of original iterations of right. it, you know, at the Capitol and yes, Harriet Island. Island. Yeah. And, um, you know, it, it was dormant for a while. And then COVID just really, it did, did a number on festivals and live music and everything in the stores on everything. So, yeah, you know, we've been looking at uh, bringing this back for a little bit. Um, but this ended up being the exact right year to do it. Uh, people are excited to go out. Uh, downtown Minneapolis, there's a lot of excitement for downtown. Um, we're a foodie town now, so people are excited to try new foods mm-hmm. and some different beers. And um, yeah. And it's
1: great, free it's, free, it's free. It's free. It's free. So tell everybody, okay, so it's, we were confused because Grant and I thought we might peek at it on the floor. Yeah, sure. But it's mm-hmm. only Sunday and Monday, the second and Correct. the third. Yeah. So, we both were like, oh, we're not going there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we can go earlier, of course. Yeah. Okay, so tell everybody, like, are there entrance points yep. to get in, and is there for security sure. kind of, or how yeah. does that work for safety? You know, yeah. just kind of give the layout.
3: Well, real quick, the three things that we wanted to have happen for the event were it had to be safe, it had to be inclusive, it had to be free. So we covered the free part, and we could talk about the safety part a little bit, is that we have a a huge focus on safety for this downtown festival area. Um, We have multiple layers of security working with the the police department and other organizations to help set up a perimeter. And part of that perimeter is we have a north entrance and a south entrance. So it is a lot like a festival. You'll go in through the gates. Okay. You might wait in line for a minute or two. And if you have a gigantic bag full of stuff, they'll peek at your bag kind of like, going to a concert or something like that. Do you
1: have limits on the bags?
3: Uh, We do. You can see all of that information at tasteofmn.com and see what's allowed and what isn't. And those gates are at Nicollet and Washington, right by the Four Seasons. And there's a beautiful park right there. And then our south gate is right at 5th and Nicollet. Right next to the light rail station. Oh, So there's totally. no reason not to park near the Twin Stadium or somewhere else sure. along the light rail and come on in like everybody did for Taylor Swift. Exactly. No, you're, you're <laughs> right.
1: Okay, so it's, it's Sunday and Monday, and what kind of time do the gates open, and what time do they close?
3: Noon to 8.
1: Noon to 8. Oh, yep. so you're, it's closing? Okay, you're smart. Okay. Yeah. Noon to 8, and then do people have bracelets if they want to grab a beer in there that's exactly right okay
3: yeah once you're in the footprint you can just wander around and see all the attractions and things that we have we have multiple locations where you can buy a beer or a seltzer or a can of wine or all sorts of different beverages okay and uh once you're in there you'll get id'd at one of those locations you can buy your drinks wherever you want, walk around and see music. We have three different stages. We have a singer songwriter stage, we have a jazz eighty eight FM jazz stage, and then we have our main stage off of third. And that's where we'll have like Big Boy and Uncle Cracker and Third Eye Blind, Motion City Soundtrack. Those all those national acts start around four o'clock, so they'll run four to eight each day. Oh that's yeah.
1: That's like the right. best, time. best time, right? I've been home <laughs> in bed by nine thirty. I, I love it—a little happy uh, hour concerting. Right, that's, what more did you want? No, this is so great. So, congratulations to you, first of all. Hey, thanks. And, and I needed to know that security piece. That—that's yeah, yeah. really nice. I think a lot of people were kind of questioning absolutely. about that. So that makes a lot of sense. That there's entrances. Yeah. And then, do you? How much food's going to be in there? Are we going to have to wait in line? I mean, like, food is yeah. a big deal. The food trucks, people love. So, yes, tell us about absolutely. the food inside.
3: Well, you know, I keep coming back to saying it's a festival,
1: mm-hmm. so
3: people are going to wait in lines, whether they go to a, a concert in sure. a stadium or yep. they go to a festival or you go to a regular food truck. Yep. So we do have quite a few food vendors uh, in terms of both food trucks and vendors. And then we have a special area at 4th and Nicollet where uh we have worked with uh i'm sure you're friends with andrew zimmern oh yeah uh, right. as he used our, to have a
1: show on our station yeah. right before ours
3: there you go mm-hmm. that's where he got big right here, oh, right here.
1: you know <laughs> it he was big before he got here yeah. but this made him bigger yeah exactly
3: <laughs> he's our food ambassador oh, this year Andrews. so tell him hi for me we will okay. he'll be on site shaking hands and yeah. talking about the food and part of his role as the food ambassador is helping us coordinate some of these uh, chefs that have made us such a foodie town uh-huh. in the Twin Cities. So we have, you know, Anna Barbecue doing special barbecue oh. food and uh, Ocean Air, which will probably There's be the fanciest it, food oh. that a festival has in the country. Yeah. So, you know, a, a mix of folks like that doing a variety of food. And the, the main thing that we're stressing to all of our food vendors is a lot of people are coming, get them in, get them fed. Yep. Get them on their way over to a beer tent. So there you go. Yeah, yeah, we're hoping that the lines for the food aren't too bad. But
1: I hope so. Is there an age? Do you have to be eighteen or older to come, or is there an Nope. Age we actually
3: to- have a whole family area. Oh, all right. Tell so, us about that. Yeah, we have uh, the green space right off of Washington at our north entrance is uh got a lot of family-friendly activities we got the bear in a bubble making life-size bubbles for the kids and with the kids we have secondhand hounds so people can come oh, yep. uh, meet some of some the puppies. rescue pups yep. awesome we have um you know stilt walkers we have face painting all sorts of oh, stuff fun. you know during the afternoon so if you're thinking about coming with your family the afternoons a perfect time to do that. Uh, if you're thinking about coming with, you know, your friends and having some beers and partying downtown for the first part of your night until eight o'clock, yes. and then moving on, yes. it's also a great option. It is so.
1: okay. I'm di- I'm dying to know what a bear in a bubble is.
3: Yeah, he <laughs> he's, a he's a character who goes to a lot of the festivals, and he has a whole a whole setup where he can make these huge bubbles. And lots of little bubbles, but also giant bubbles that the kids then like run and pop and oh
1: my god, everywhere. That sounds so fun. Yeah,
3: bring your kids, run them around That's in the fun. afternoon. Yeah. What
1: what kind of crowds? If you're just joining us, we're talking about Taste of Minnesota. It's back and it's downtown Minneapolis on um, Sunday and Monday from um, noon to eight o'clock at night.
3: That's right. Free, free, free. Come on down. Two
1: things. Do people pay cash at these food trucks or do they pay credit? You know, uh, cause in-
3: Whatever you're bringing.
1: Okay, so you take both. Yep. Because a lot of people, now it's weird. Well,
3: it's funny because I'm mostly a phone payment guy. Okay. So we wanted to make sure that, you know, if you're a younger person and you show up and you pay with your phone for everything, that that we can take cards and okay. and taps and all yep. those things. But that- we take cash too, so...
1: Cash. I love cash. Okay, and then this. <laughs> what was my second question going to be, Grant? I don't know. I don't either.
0: You had it. I know it. One question: Do you are they allowing tips down there for any like of the vendors and or beer bartenders? Are you guys allowing tips down there for? Well, we will allow it, and we'll leave it up to you. Nice, good. because so some places are not. Uh, they don't allow it, so I'm glad to hear mm. that we can tip. That's good.
1: They're gonna turn around the thing after they give you a fork and ask if <laughs> you want twenty percent, thirty percent, or forty-five percent.
0: So you said, Don, the the what what time would the main acts be going on stage four. At, at four o'clock? Is yep. that around so four four around thirty
3: four. for the Motion City soundtrack as an opener, and then the next day is Uncle Cracker as an opener, and then around six ish. And the the whole
1: list, because you have the jazz stage, you have the singer-songwriter stage, and the main stage is all at tasteofminnesota.com. Okay, I remember my question. Like, what kind of crowds are you expecting? Yeah. So for people to have expectations, I just...
3: It's going to be busy.
1: Like, what does that mean?
3: Well, you know, we have... uh, Everything we do this week is in the shadow of Miss Taylor Swift. Right. So we're not sure it's going to be quite that busy. Right. Uh, But, you know, we have an Eventbrite if people want to register for a free ticket so they can stay in the loop on the emails that we're sending out. Okay. You can go to Eventbrite and grab your ticket, and uh, we'll send you emails about, you know, any updates and things like that. That's nice. But, um, you know, we have tens of thousands of those tickets already claimed. But we also have space for An entire downtown, and you know, people remember going to different festivals downtown, and a lot of people show up, and it works out just fine.
1: Oh my gosh, they used to be so fun! Yeah, yeah, this one's We're, gonna be super this fun. This is gonna be so fun. Are yeah. you, you know, Is this just a passion of yours, Taylor?
3: Uh, do is it a passion of mine? <laughs> well, uh, I have done large events in the uh-huh. past, uh, for a while I swore them off, yeah, but uh, this one is kind of a different different deal so um i'm pretty excited about it you know i think uh i the story i tell regularly is i visited here um from out of state when that infamous smashing pumpkins thing happened at block e and i'd never seen so many people in my life and i'd never seen buildings so big before in my life and people were handing out free t-shirts and so I got to climb a light pole, and I thought, "Well, okay, I'm going to move here." So, Where are you from? I'm from North Dakota. Okay. So you know that that type of event, Taste of Minnesota, will draw an entire state's worth of people. Right, <laughs> right. So you just kind
1: of yeah. like all the energy and everything that goes with it. Yeah, through.
3: and you know this type of event too. It's it's a little different because it's um, noon to eight, mostly food. Such come down, have hours. some. Yeah, have some beers. But it's also great. I mean.
2: You now, you know, you moved here, but you now have a family. Yeah. So, I mean, you have kids. So yeah. you know that the kids will have fun during the day. Absolutely. But you also oh. know what a festival looks like yeah. when the kids leave. So yeah. it's really great. I mean, everybody can come, which yeah. is, I mean, I think that's really kind of a nice thing. I think a I lot think of festivals, so. yeah. I mean, I think a lot of festivals would be one or the other. Yeah. And I think I it's think, really great yeah. that you can
3: do both. And I think one of the things that we're really excited about, too, is that, you know, there are a lot of other cities in the United States that just have music festivals all the time, right. all over. And so we're excited that we have this music festival now that if you're in your 20s or 30s or 40s or whatever, and you haven't ever really done that in Minnesota, right. here's an opportunity to do that. Sure. Oh, I so, love it. so we're pretty fired up for that. But then again, afternoons bring the whole family. Yep.
1: You know, Grant, Grant, I got one, one question, question for you.
0: Yeah, the beverages, it looks like you guys are having a THC beverage yes, option. Did see that. That's correct. That's great to see that you Surly, can get. Yeah, yeah. Well, we have
3: we'll have two THC beverages available. The first is the standard THC beverage that Surly does. Um, you know, it's funny they're legal now, so we're we're not really making a big deal about it. It's mm-hmm. just going to be a beverage option that people yeah, can get. Yeah. But. The big deal that we are making is that we did partner with Surly to do specifically a new drink called Just a Taste, That's which cute. is a low-dosage yeah. THC yep. beverage. Uh, if you've never tried that and Love you want to just maybe have one and see what it's like without mm-hmm. falling asleep immediately, mm-hmm. we got you covered for that. That's Beautiful. so
1: great. Thank you so much. <laughs> Taste of TasteofMinnesota.org for all your you. Free- best of luck. Thanks. I think people are just going to have a— Blast. Well, it was very exciting
3: for me to be here. Thanks for having me. I love
1: it. Thanks, Taylor. All right, we're going to take a quick break and we will be right back. Actually, if you do have laundry questions for Patrick, we are ready to take your calls. Give us a buzz at 651 641 1071. Or if you're on the app or something and want to email us, we'll look at those questions too. We'll be right back. All right, Laurie and Julia, My Talk 107. We've got Patrick, the laundry guy, here and it is time for all your questions. Um, we're going to try to get to as many as you as possible. If you want to send us an email, too, we can get to them that way. Um, in the meantime, we have Stephanie. Stephanie is calling from, Stephanie, are you calling from Tennessee? Yeah, I am calling from Tennessee. I moved here. Well, hello. <laughs> Thanks for calling hello in. You. I still get Patrick to deliver his stuff from Mona
0: Williams down huh. here.
1: Yay. <laughs> All right. So what kind of, you have a question about a rug.
0: I have an uh, indoor-outdoor rug that's outside. We've gotten a lot of rain, and it's so humid down here that it's not drying like it should, so it's starting to smell like mold, and I was wondering if I could use your laundry flakes and your oxygenated bleach in my carpet cleaner.
2: You absolutely – you won't even need the flakes. The oxygen bleach will do it. Okay. But what, You can use the flakes if you want, but what you want to do is put about two tablespoons – well, let's let's make it easier – let's say about four tablespoons per gallon and okay. just put that just with hot water. And if you go across the rug, it's going to, I mean, the rug is going to look brand new. Okay. I mean, it's super I easy. It.
1: Thank you guys so much. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Okay. Have a great weekend. You too. You're Bye-bye. so welcome. I'm um, Dawn. You're on my tech one Oh seven. What's your question for Patrick? Hi. Hi. I'm um, sorry. My dog just barked. So I didn't hear you. Oh, my nowhere.
0: question is, Patrick, if you're not sure what the stain is, like I usually start with vinegar and water. That's the best thing to do.
1: That's
2: actually, that would be my advice right off the bat. It's the most gentle thing you can start with. And
0: then you still don't know what the stain is and vinegar and water didn't take it out. What would you try? Then
2: I would use soap and a brush. Okay. And if that didn't work, I'd go to oxygen bleach. And if that didn't work, I'd go to oily soap. So like liquid hand soap, not dish soap. I have some of your... Oh, perfect. So I feel like, yes, yeah. Yeah, just so yes, I just start so working we'll my that. way up. And if that doesn't then work, I never... then I start putting two. I start like soap and a brush and vinegar and water, you know, and just kind of yep. go from there. But that's mm-hmm. the best way to do it because you're never going to damage the fabric. You know, it's just you always okay. want to start with the most gentle, just in case for some reason that you find out the dye is not really set all that well sure. or whatever. Okay. You just want to start with something a little more gentle because I've seen so many people go in with like the harshest thing they can think of. And then, you know, they lift the color. And once you bleach the color, there's no fixing it.
1: There's no. Okay, good. All right, Don, does that help you out? That sure does. Thank, Thank you for calling. You Love talking to you guys. Bye-bye. Thanks. Thanks. All right. So we got an email and a question is, and if you are wanting to have questions, I don't know what's going on, on the phones.
0: Brad. No, they're, that's just the way they are. The one it's that's the, yeah, we're done with calls right now, but oh, they're, they're yeah. fine. Oh, we got one coming in, but I've got a couple emails here. Okay, You've got a couple I've got emails. A
1: couple. So here's a good one because mm-hmm. this is happening and I can concur with this. How do you clean stains off waterproof outdoor fabric?
2: Um, It's so it's really funny. You can do a couple of things. Okay. You can scrub with soap and a brush. A lot of times you'll have little moldy spots even after you scrub with soap and a brush. There's the easiest thing in the world for that. Lay them in the yard so they're getting the sun. Squeeze a lemon on them.
1: You said that.
2: You squeeze a lemon, but it has to really be a lemon. It can't be a bottle of lemon juice. You have to squeeze a lemon, and that stain will come right out in an hour or two, and then you wash it out. The other thing you can do, usually with waterproof fabric, is you can power wash it.
1: Oh, oh, With you're right. Washer. You're right. So, you, and, you know,
2: usually your pressure washer will have a little dispenser so you can put some soap in there, put some liquid hand soap or some soap flakes and water, you know, whatever, in there and just power wash them.
1: Right. And I have like little indoor outdoor pillows that have some brown spots and yep. stuff on them, but just lemon. literally lemon. Yeah. And it won't take color out of the orange.
2: No, but here's what here's the one thing to know about lemon juice. When you take the lemon out in the sun and you squeeze it on, yes. you have to wash your hands. Lemon is photosensitive. It will literally burn your skin. If you have lemon juice on your hands and the sun hits it, it will burn your skin. Really? Yes. Because if you ever make... It's it's true of all citrus. So, you know, if you're outside yes. on the deck making margaritas yeah. and you spill yeah. some on you. <laughs> Not that I have.
1: But if you did,
2: you will actually burn your hands because oh. the citrus
0: is photosensitive.
1: I never knew that.
0: Yeah. I think I've okay. heard that somewhere. Okay.
1: Yeah. All right, Grant, who do we have? We got a
0: couple calls. So okay. this one is online too. Her name is Debra. We're going to we're going to take Debra quick and then we, Hold on. I'm going to tell Debra, um, Debra, how you doing? But I want you to just ask your question and then hang up because there's a real bad hum yes. with this line. So okay. ask the question and then hang up and listen, okay?
1: Hi, Deborah. Okay. Thank you. Yep.
0: So what's your question? Um my name is Deborah, and I have um, some dinette chairs that have vinyl covering on the cushions. And I'm wondering, I've gotten uh, coloring bleeds from denim jeans on them how i could get that off of the cushion
1: great question thank you for asking that because that refers to boat vinyl too if you've got the denim dark denim it gets on it so right how car seat do you? it also
2: happens to your car, car seat and it also do... happens to a handbag yes okay it's all the same trick Get either if in the case of vinyl you want to get vinyl conditioner You can actually buy it at, like, O'Reilly's, like at the auto parts store. Okay. Because it's, you know, car interior. Right. You put it on kind of thick, like put on a heavier layer than you would think. You let it sit 10 or 15 minutes. You take a towel and buff it away. What happens is in that time, you've got that finish on there, and the color will come up into the conditioner. When you buff it away, it leaves. If it's leather, so it's on a leather sofa, it's on your handbag. You do the exact same thing. You just have to use leather conditioner.
1: Okay, and it's just the conditioners. Yeah, you don't use the cleaner.
2: You just use the conditioner. Okay,
1: just the conditioner. Oh gosh, that's a good one. Yeah, because your jeans get on your car seats and everything. And if it's okay, great, great, great. All right, Grant. Do we have a couple more? We have like one minute left, and maybe you can just take the calls, Grant, and then we'll come back to it. I, tri- so
0: i've got these i've got ty and we've got another and john on and they're willing to wait we're going to have them come back why don't we've...
1: you just and even get their questions and then we'll address those first thing when we come yeah back.
0: we could do that um yeah yeah right, work. whatever
1: it works you you're you're in charge but yep. we've got more and if you've got questions email us or um give grant a call and we'll get you hooked up to it that was a great one
2: yeah it was uh,
1: and very good question um what was debbie on the vinyl mm-hmm. and the leather. So you get the vinyl conditioner or the leather conditioner. I love yeah. that.
0: Yeah, we've never had anybody ask that before. That was, that was a
1: very good question. Mm-hmm. All right, we're gonna take a quick break, I think. I can't tell.
0: No, we've got about 20 seconds. So just give a couple t- laundry tips or something for 10 seconds here before the the, the music kicks okay, in. Okay, the
2: big tip that I wanna give you is always test for color fastness. So many times, you, you know, people just attack it with soap or they attack it with vinegar or whatever and you don't know if the fabric is color-fast, grab a q tip put it in some water rub it someplace really inconspicuous on the you know the inside of him yep. the underside of the chair whatever and see if the color is going to bleed if the color is not going to bleed go ahead mm-hmm.
1: Got it. And on the Q tip, do you put something on it? Just water. Oh, just okay, <laughs> thank you. So I'm just gonna rub a dry Q tip and I uh, just know yeah, wanna... you do you.
2: <laughs> but a wet water will have, make it better. Okay.
1: All right, we'll be right back. This is Laurie and Julia, my type. Always streaming and you can take the app wherever you wanna be when listen whenever you want. It's perfect and we give away prizes. We'll be right back.